My head is spinning. I'm a hell of a lot sicker than last week. The antibiotics are not working. I feel like I'm borderline hallucinating and everything feels like death. But it's Saturday and I have to record this episode. So I'm going to do that and then I'm going to go to the ER. All right. Let's see if I make it to the end of this. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled, episode 32. We're still here. I'm still sick, and I still might die. It's good to see you guys back on another beautiful Saturday, even in this heat wave in Southern California. The world's burning, our state's burning, and people are still doing gender reveals. So that's fun. We don't know the cause of a lot of these fires, but the Dixie Fire has been rampaging. Everything has been rampaging. The Dixie Fire is the second largest fire, wildfire in California history. I actually know some people near me that had to evacuate. It's pretty bad. We have a lot on our plate this week. Uh, of course, like I said, I'm still sick, but I'm going to keep doing this podcast, whatever it is. I went to the ER. They didn't test me for coronavirus because this, let's be honest, this is the desert. And they don't have shit in the desert. So I didn't get tested. No testing for me. But they did give me antibiotics for what seems to be a sinus infection. The good news is... I will still record this show from the ICU in my hospital bed if I have to. Even if it's just the intro, you guys hearing me on a ventilator, and then the outro. It's not meant to be a joke, but it doesn't mean it still can't be funny. Let's be honest, if it's my death, I'm allowed to laugh. Listen, this whole podcast is fake. It's not real. It's fake. It is a fictional oral artistic dance. Do not do anything that is illegal in your country. Talk to your doctor before you make any decisions. Don't listen to me. Listen to your doctor. Follow the laws in your country. And then as usual, kindly, if your doctor approves, fuck yourself numerous times. If your doctor approves and you want to do that. I feel like it is empowering to be able to do that with your doctor's approval. And I really encourage that if it's what you want to do. I think it's what you might want to do. There's a lot of anger out there. And I think it's peaceful. Getting on to the topics. Wow, we have, some, we have some new ones. I can't get through the news. It's funny, when I go through the news every week, I try to look at something that doesn't have to do with the, the thing that will not be named. Because I want to continue to exist. And we all know that people who name the Voldemort thing going on right now, they get deleted. So, remember, this is all fictional. Relationships with chimpanzees are canceled. <laughs> relationships with uh, relationships with chimpanzees are canceled after Antwerp Zoo says woman who had affair with chimp asked to stay away for his health. <laughs> a woman who was basically having an affair with a chimpanzee at a Belgian zoo. This is why they need to get internet over there. A woman who was having an affair with a chimpanzee at a Belgian zoo is in fact allowed to continue visiting the venue 
despite earlier reports. According to Al Seegers, the communications manager of the Antwerp Zoo, A.D. Timmermans was not banned from the zoo, but asked to change her behavior around Cheetah the chimpanzee. <laughs> there is no ban to Cheetah, not for any visitor at the moment. We only asked, we only asked Mrs. Timmermans to change her behavior towards the specific animal. What, what happened here? So Seegers explained that when Timmermans had attempted to attract Cheetah's attention in the four years she's been visiting this animal, she's deprived him of the bonding time he needs to have with his fellow primates. He's obviously having a good time with the woman. Everybody's so PC now that somebody interacts with an animal and they say it's unnatural. The chimpanzee's in a fucking zoo. It's not natural to begin with. You put it there so that it can interact with people, so that people can look at it. Nothing about this is natural. So trying to preserve anything that... You're just trying to boss people around. You're like, any opportunity you have to control another human being in these places, you do it. Listen, the chimpanzee is in a zoo. The people who work at this zoo want any excuse to feel powerful because they failed at becoming a cop. Don't blame me for their failures. All right. So he was raised, this chimpanzee was raised with humans at home and came to the zoo almost 30 years ago. He's still fond of humans, but for his own health, <laughs> he has to be part of the chimpanzee group as much as possible. Maybe put him in a forest with fucking chimpanzees then, you fucks. By the way, they're making money at this zoo. I'm just saying. Fucking mall cops, man. We asked Mrs. Timmermans to let him be a chimpanzee among chimpanzees and not to stay with him for too long, nor attract his attention. Then don't put some fucking glass barriers there. We hope she will do so in the future. <laughs> Earlier this week, several outlets reported Timmermans had been banned from the zoo, which is not true. Apparently, she's been blowing kisses and waving excessively uh, while describing her their interactions as an affair. I'm just kidding. I don't listen. I don't have a problem with everybody who works at a zoo. I have a problem with people who have to control anybody else for any excuse. All right. What do we got next? Getting to see your children if you're unvaccinated is canceled, according to a case in Chi-Town. The Windy City, baby. Chicago. So a judge strips a Chicago mother of her parental rights for not being vaccinated is the gist of this story. This isn't anti-vax or pro-vax. I know many of you out there will say she doesn't deserve to be a mother if she doesn't get vaccinated. The other half of you will say that's unconstitutional. Yada, yada, same old shit. I'm just here to report the story. So a uh, Chicago mother is appealing a court order that revoked her parental visiting rights because she declined to be vaccinated. When Rebecca Fearlett and her ex-husband of seven years participated in a child support hearing video, August 10th, uh, the purpose of the hearing was to determine the terms of shared custody of their 11-year-old son. Cook County Judge James Shapiro inquired about Fearlett's vaccination status. So she told the judge, listen, I'm not vaccinated because apparently she has a lot of severe reactions to other vaccines. That's just that's just the what's going on with her. Uh, <laughs> he immediately he immediately ordered her to be stripped of her parental right to visit her son until she has been vaccinated. Uh, my question is, does the science support that the whole and true science? 
Vaccinated and unvaccinated can contract the virus. Vaccinated and unvaccinated can both be host for the virus to mutate. Vaccinated and unvaccinated can both spread the virus. Vaccinated and unvaccinated both have their own separate issues from either being vaccinated or unvaccinated. Those are all scientifically true. Listen to your doctor, not me. This is all fiction. Obey the laws in your country. Uh, Fearlet is pissed for obvious reasons. And she's basically saying it had nothing to do with what they were talking about. You know, just throwing it in there. Have you been vaccinated? It feels like a, it feels like everybody's kind of charged politically. I don't stand on either side of this argument. It just sucks to be separated from your own child because you have shitty reactions to vaccinations in general. She claims that he was placing his views on her and taking her son away for his views. I, I can't argue with that. It seems to be what's going on here, right? Apparently, the father did not even bring this issue before the court, so it's the judge on his own making this decision that you can't see your child until you're vaccinated. That's the thing. You're a judge, not a doctor, I imagine, right? Did the judge bring a doctor in to help make this decision, or did the judge decide for himself that he knows everything about everything? He knows all the facts about science. Apparently, he's qualified to make health decisions as well. It seems like it's not going to hold up in court. Maybe it'll go to Supreme Court. That's what Supreme Court is for. Bring in a doctor, have an actual expert talk on the subject. Let's be honest, judges have a lot of power. And if a judge can make a medical decision, I would argue that's an overreach of power. He's not qualified as a doctor, I imagine. Unless he's a doctor and a lawyer, how many of those are out there? But I imagine he's not a doctor and he hasn't been trained in vaccines. And or virology. So he's not a virologist, I would imagine. So whatever, man. It's interesting, right? Horror movies have not been canceled during the last year or so. They've been trending non-stop. And now there is one that has a hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not too common. If you're not familiar with Rotten Tomatoes, they rate films. A hundred percent is fucking good. This movie called The Old Ways, is number six on Netflix's top 10 movies list right now. It premiered at the October 2020 Sitges Film Festival in Spain. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not. The main character, played by Brigitte Cali Canales, is a Mexican-American journalist named Cristina Lopez. She's in her hometown visiting in Mexico. She's doing some reporting on a story of witchcraft, and unfortunately a local gang kidnaps her. It gets a lot worse from there. I thought it would get better after that. What a twist. A gang kidnaps her, and it goes downhill from there? That's You're already throwing me for a loop. Wow. So, anyways, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes is good, and it is one of many horror movies trending on Netflix right now. For whatever reason... With these horrific past two years, people want horror at home. I love our society. I genuinely do. On to the main topic of the night. I'm going to keep this short because I feel like death. National parks are canceled again with yet another strange and mysterious case. This one is sad. It's sad. This one's weird. They still have not determined the cause of this, but let's get to the story. So, 
The Deaths of the Garish Family in Devil's Gulch, Sierra National Forest. So it's a national forest, okay? John Garish, Ellen Chung, and their one-year-old daughter, Miju, were found dead on Monday, August 16th, 2021, in Devil's Gulch in the Sierra National Forest, along with their pet dog, Oski. The area is northeast of Mariposa and southwest of the Unity and southwest of the Yosemite National Park. So basically, the bodies were found on the Heights Cove hiking trail near Heights Cove. It's an unincorporated community in Mariposa County, California. So John was in a seated position near the trail. His wife was beside him along with the dog. Ellen was 20 or 30 feet away further up the trail. They looked like they had sat down in the hot sun and succumbed suddenly. The problem is, is there was no signs of foul play or trauma. There was no signs of any apparent cause of death. Mariposa County Sheriff Spokeswoman Christy Mitchell said, Coming across a scene where everyone involved, including the family dog that is deceased, that is not a typical thing that we have seen, and other agencies have not seen this as well. They are treating it as a hazmat situation because they just don't know. Jeremy Brees, the sheriff of Mariposa County, he claimed that he's been here for 20 years and he's never seen a death with any case like this. There's no obvious indicators of how it occurred. You have two healthy adults, he says. You have a healthy child and what appeared to be a healthy canine all within a, gen a general same area. Deceased. He said it's frustrating and we're not going to rest. It's devastating everyone. National parks and national forests have a lot of unexplained deaths like this. They're thinking it could be carbon monoxide from a local mine shaft. But here's the thing. The closest mine, from my research, was three miles away. It could be because of decomposing timber and different chemicals in the mine itself. But three miles away is quite a distance away. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Maybe they were in a specific gulch, just the right amount of wind hit. And they all succumbed to this. Because let's face it, there was no signs of struggle. It almost seems like a, a sort of gas that was released. But they did an autopsy. And they found no cause of death yet. No signs of trauma, no gunshot wounds, no signs of struggle. And here we are, quite a bit of time later, for such a high-profile case. And there's no cause of death, even after the, hot, even after the autopsies. Now this family was from Lincolnshire. Link, now this family was from Lancashire, UK, and they moved to the U.S. several years ago. Uh, and he was a software engineer for Google in San Francisco. He'd worked for Google for 15 years, starting in the starting in the London office in 2006. He studied at Newcastle University before working in London. His wife worked as a yoga instructor, so I'm guessing she was, they look like they are generally healthy, somewhat well-to-do people, people who are cognizant of their health. And, and for the dog to die, too, dogs are typically very resilient, right? So they moved to Mariposa County from San Francisco after COVID-19. So John and Ellen married in 2019, and they moved to Mariposa County. After the pandemic in 2020, they wanted to enjoy the outdoors and start working from home on a permanent basis. I can understand that. They were regular weekend hikers. 
And they were weekenders. They liked hiking. They liked being outdoors, taking Miju with them and a baby carrier on their backs. I've actually seen a lot of people doing this on hikes. It's a cool family event. They were out trying to get some sun and enjoy nature. This is this is this is absolutely sad. And so this happens so much out in the wild. This happens so much at national parks. And there's a lot of different causes. But the thing is, is that these things don't typically happen so much when there's a lot of witnesses. It's just it's just an odd thing. You know, you don't have a, a truck carrying a bunch of chemicals around because I've heard of this and it crashed and it creates this toxic gas that anybody near it, they die. You know, this happens in cities, but there's no there was no truck that crashed right next to them full of chemicals. They, they were three miles away from the local mine. And if, if mines are capable of killing people with, within a three-mile radius, I mean, if, that, if that's going to happen, you'd think it would be blocked off or fucking tear down the mine. Do something. I mean, if, if you know that's a possibility, if you're admitting that's a possibility, why the fuck are you letting people hike there? Why are you letting families there? I don't understand that. If you're saying it's a possibility, right, then why are you letting them there in the first place? If it can happen three fucking miles away, right? And not just to somebody who's susceptible. Maybe they have an immune, uh, you know, maybe they have a weak immune system. They're old. It happened to the whole family who seemed to be healthy. There was no cell phone reception where they were at. That's not saying that there wasn't foul play. These serial killers, they can be fucking crafty. They can be crafty and they can find ways to do things that make it look natural. They're smart in a really wrong way. And it was also called Devil's Gulch. Why don't you call it the gulch that you're not allowed to fucking go to? Listen. As I said, the autopsy results were inconclusive. So... You know, maybe if you're going to go to a national park, if you're going to go to a national forest, obviously if mines are killing people, you have to stay more than three miles away from them. Now, I've, I've went into mines myself. You know, they're not OSHA certified, probably not in 70 years. I probably shouldn't have been in there, but they were open. You know, that's what you do when you go out into the trails. And this is all fictional anyways, but if you can't even be within three miles of a mine... Maybe this is a bigger issue than we thought. And what else could it be? It could have been a, there. There was a certain bloom happening that could have been a danger, right? There's a lot of things that could cause mysterious deaths, but people tend to be the reason uh, that mysterious shit happens. Some of the time, not all of the time. Some of the time. And obviously, sick people like to go where there's no witnesses. Sick people like to go where there's no cameras. Sick people like to go where you can't hear people asking for help. Sick people like to go where there's no cell phone reception. Sick people like to go to places called Devil's Gulch. Listen, I'm just reporting the story. All right, folks, I'm going to keep this short. Like I said, I'm dying. I think I'm, I might be dying. I don't feel good. Hopefully these antibiotics kick in. Oh, it's kind of funny. I have a funny story for you. So I go to the ER and they have this sign that says, basically, any reason that you would have to be in the ER, you're not allowed to pass this sign. So the security guard is in charge of asking me my symptoms. 
And so basically on the symptom board, it has every single thing that could possibly be wrong with you. So I'm like, yeah, I got a headache. They let me in anyways. And there's this crazy fucking looking tent. It was like a death tent from World War II or something. It was like a biohazard death tent to my left. No motion inside of it. That's where you go if you have symptoms. They let me in the normal waiting room anyways. So I'm sitting in the waiting room, right? I'm not running a fever. And there's a guy sitting next to me trying to hide his cough. He's like being super sly about it. He's trying to not get caught. And I don't blame him. Nobody in their right mind would want to go into that tent. Yet you got this guy hiding his cough, probably getting everybody else infected with whatever the fuck he has. I mean, if you're not sure of somebody's symptoms, you need to make these tents look a little less death-like. Okay? They don't look good. Things are crazy right now. And I didn't get tested in that ER. I don't think... They weren't testing people from what I could see. They just gave me some antibiotics. We'll see what happens. I might be doing this next episode from the ICU next week. And I'll do it. It's not, I'm not making, it's not a joke, but it, like I said, it's kind of funny. I will record this podcast on my phone with the machines in the background, send it to John, and I'll have him upload it. I'll do it. I don't care. There's going to be another episode if I'm not dead, and that's the way it's going to be. I appreciate the well wishes. You guys are great, and this is all in good fun. You know I got love for you guys. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you guys are staying healthy. You guys are totally separate from me. I hope you guys are staying healthy. I hope you guys are good. I hope life is good. Okay. Uh, I had a, I had a listener tell me that I need to start telling people to give me good ratings on iTunes. So apparently that's a thing. I wasn't aware of that. But apparently you guys have been doing it. So if you want to give us a rating on iTunes, whatever it is, uh, go ahead and feel free to do so. Apparently it helps, according to one of my listeners. If you guys would like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at everyone is canceled, one L, no spaces, spelled the correct way. Lots of fun stuff on there. I've been posting some of my shitty art, and I'm slowly working towards the next phase of the show. We have a website coming, and some interesting merchandise as well. Anyways, you guys have a great week, and I will see you next Saturday on Everyone is Cancelled. Good night. This is why they need to get internet over there.